Hey boys and girls, it's Ron Bass with another edition of Soar High Personal Development. Mm -hmm. Your source for inspiration. Hey, today we got a really special, special guest. We do. I agree. I you know who it is? I don't know. It's Mr. To... Jeffrey Allen. <laughs> he pulled the, the government, the full government. Yeah, he did. Full it, Jeffrey man. and everything. So, Mr. Jeff over here, he uh, it's a real special treat to have him today because Jeff and I got way back in the martial arts world. Long time ago, we've been hanging out together, huh? And uh, uh, to make a real quick story, uh, Jeff is an MMA fighter, professional fighter. I was with him when he did his very first fight in Cassville, Missouri. I'll never forget that. He hadn't been training for just a few weeks, and he said, I'll go in there. And he went in there. I thought, man, that guy's got some, got some balls, man. Gotcha. And, and he gave it hell. It was really an interesting, interesting fight, I thought. With no training, he went in there and did a great job. But we got to be friends after that and hung out together. But I'm going to take you back to it. By the way, with Devin, Devin Hunley, our producer's with us tonight That's as me. well. That's me. Hanging out. Yep. And, uh, as always. Turning in the fray. Okay, cool. Uh, so I'll talk a little bit about Jeff. Um, he is from the Boot Hill, Poplar Bluff, Missouri, down in the bottom of the state, right? In the yes, sir. little corner of the state. I used to travel there a few times. I've been there a few times, Cape Girardeau, and back down in that part of the world. Pretty interesting place. Uh, kind of has its own flavor. It's a little different down there. Yeah, it's a little crazy. So Jeff, uh, of course, the whole, whole that my favorite saying, my friend uh, used to say to me, the whole world's crazy. I'm crazy too. You got to be a little crazy. My friend Ike, he was he told me he was a great guy. Yeah, I, 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 I met he him. Was, he was a great guy, man. His daughters and I are still friends, and. They always call me brother. Hey, brother. Hey, brother. Yeah, it's really interesting because I'm not related, you know, as far as blood, but they just chose to call me their brother. So I, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. And we still hang out together from time to time. But at any rate, uh, back to Jeff. He went to high school in, in Potter Bluff. He was a wrestler, right? Wrestled like yeah. your whole high school career, like for, from 8 to like 16, you said. Yeah, 8 until I was 16. And then... I got in some trouble and I ended up dropping out of high school. So. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah. Oh, he's going to tell me something now that I didn't know. Got in trouble. But we're going to talk about that here in just a little bit. We'll go back around. Okay. Um, very successful wrestler. Uh, yeah, for the most part. Uh, won a lot. Uh, yeah. Had a lot of, uh, a lot of very popular. People really uh, looked up to you in the sport world. And then... Um, Another uh, part of Jeff's life, I didn't know about this either. He said he was a he was a bully in high school. Oh, wow. So I, 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 I we're going to come back around and talk about that, explore that a little bit more too. Because I, I asked Jeff one night about his upbringing, and I because I said, "Why are you so good at fighting?" And and then I found out he with his brother, and he would fight, and he fought in school a lot, and, and of course wrestling. Like tonight, Jeff and I wrestled to get. We did jiu-jitsu tonight, and. Uh, I can tell when I do grappling with him, his wrestling skills are so high. He's so hard to handle. Right. But it's always a pleasure and honor to train with him. And uh, uh, and, and then on top of that, he is currently our MMA coach at our uh, or same, sorry, same day jiu-jitsu in Springfield, Missouri, which is our dojo where we teach, golly, we teach wrestling and martial arts, and you're the martial arts coach, and uh, or the yeah. MMA coach, and then we teach, we have jiu-jitsu, and uh, it's just a, and striking and kickboxing and so Jeff's really involved with that uh, currently. But after he got out of high school, he uh, 
went to work, and then he uh, started training almost right away in the early 20s. Mm -hmm. And, and awesome. I guess that's when I met you was probably right about 20, 21, 22, something like that. And currently you're, what, 28 now? Yep. You've had uh, 12, uh, 12 amateur fights. One professional fight, and then you've got another professional fight coming up next month. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Plus, he does a lot of jiu-jitsu tournaments. We go to those together and have a lot of fun together doing those. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, that's a little bit about... And he got married. He's got two beautiful children, his wife, Zoe, who also trains with us. So she's yep. a fighter as well. Um, so, it's the old saying, you become who you surround yourself with. So, uh, true, Jeff, true. I want to explore this... Uh, uh, a little bit more about your upbringing. Why, why, what fascinates me is how you became a fighter, like a professional fighter. All the, the steps that have led up to this in your career, that's very interesting to me. So tell me a little bit about how you got in trouble, what happened in high school. Well, this is all new to me, by the way. Yeah, I was a pretty bad kid. Uh, I had a really bad discipline problem. I wouldn't listen to any of my teachers or anything like that. Where does that come from? Why were you like that? I don't know. So I there's think a my reason. upbringing. I think my upbringing. What was, was the upbringing? Uh, I was in a really poor environment and I think I acted like everybody who I surrounded myself with. What does poor environment mean? I mean, be more specific. So I grew up in a really drug infested area. Drug infested yes. family or city? Like in uh, environment? Neighborhood, I would say. And then of course, I had family members that also partake in the drugs. So how did that play? I mean, were you like mad all the time? Were you were you like uh, didn't want to be around it? Did you have to fight people because they were in in your face? How did that all play out? No, it wasn't that. It was more like I think I was just replicating what I was around. So people so you, wouldn't like be like fuck the cops and things to these natures and of course like the teachers so you, you bought into that you bought into yes. that that culture is what yeah, you're saying so like a monkey see monkey do monkey yes. see monkey, monkey do monkey so monkey do. so i i talk about this in the podcast a lot you become who you surround yourself with so in that in your case you were hanging around with people that weren't so good people and that caused you to have some bad habits yes absolutely i kind of see what you're saying there so that environment yeah. Mm -hmm. So how old were you when, when this was going on? Like 16, 15, 14? Uh, 13. I would say whenever I started to act towards that way, which I was always in trouble before that. But What do you mean you were always in trouble? Uh, I had ADHD, so my teachers really couldn't keep me. So you got in a lot of trouble in school. Yes. Like you weren't going to like going to jail, going to prison trouble. No. This was more like getting in trouble with your, at your school. Yes. I get it. Okay. Suspensions and such. Yes. OSS, ISS. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what was it called? Ocus. That's oh, what it's called. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was the OSS is that out of school suspension. Mm -hmm. The ISS is in school suspension. Yeah. ISS was called Ocus. You wouldn't know anything about ADD or ADD, ADD ADHD. ADHD. Oh, I would know a lot about that. Stories. Stories. Can't focus. Yeah, we, we've talked about that on one of the other podcasts. Yeah. You either focus hyper focus on one thing, or you can't focus on anything at all, and hell in your mind but enough about me we're here to talk about jeff right but uh so back to jeff so you you uh so did did you um you finished high school though no well you did not out. finish high school i dropped out did you get your ghd ged i did not get my GED. you did not get your it's a good thing i did it's a good thing you did it's a good thing i did smarter so than to, me. to remind to remind you that it was called a ged <laughs> i don't know what i came up with there <laughs> what does that stand for 
General education diploma. Diploma. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Good thing I didn't get it. Yeah. See, he knew. <laughs> See, I didn't. Do you ever think about going back to get it? Uh, sometimes. But. So, what about the bully thing? Why were you mean to the people? Thing is, what what, uh, what caught, did you? It, usually, that represents low self esteem, low self like a low self image, where you felt like you had to be over somebody to hurt them or to control them to hurt them that you were you know a powerful person. How does that play? How do you think about? I don't that? think it was that. You don't think it was that. No, I think you, ever you since just, I was a little kid, I always wanted to be the baddest person in the room. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And then I remember my grandpa used to tell me because I always wanted to be a fighter since I was a little kid. Okay. And he would tell me, "You got to be mean." So you got to be mean. Constantly mean. Wow. Again, mm. it's that environment. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any? Did you? Did you have any regrets over that at all? Yeah, I think about it still to this day. I think. I overbullied some people, and yeah, I regret it. Because when I was coming along, man, we with bullies were like, uh, man, it was a bad deal. That's why we teach jujitsu is to help people to deal with bullies. Absolutely. And I wish somebody had jujitsu back then to teach me a lesson. Wow, that's really interesting, Joe. So I always knew there had to be something in your background that propelled you to this point because you're you're such a good fighter, and you're so dedicated to it, and you're so good at it. You know, it had to be something more than just you know something simple i mean it had to be more complicated so now i'm learning a lot more about you so to the audience out there um a i don't recommend bullying anybody no. although it did help jeff to become the fighter that he is today but you know there's got to be a better way to get there than than that in my opinion however for you it worked so that's very interesting um the ged thing i didn't know that not finishing high, but that's not that big of a deal. No, yeah. You know, education's cool, but there's a lot, but being, pra you know. It's a lot cooler than not being educated. It depends on how you look at it. If you want to go be a doctor or, you know, sit at a desk for nine hours of your day, sure, yeah, go get your education. If you want to, like, train or um, make music, music yeah. run your own business, you don't necessarily need an overly education, like an over amount of education. Well, like in my case, I barely graduated high school. I, I lasted two semesters in college and got kicked out for, uh, you know, I had poor grades and was always hitting the bars and drinking. and Misconduct. He was running through the dorms with his shirt off. <laughs> but I was into the drinking trip and the party trip, the fraternity trip and all that. And I just did not do well in school at all. And I got into business when I was like, what, 19 or 20 and been, been doing that ever since. So I always, I always find it interesting what causes people to become who they become. What, you know, what are the factors? And, and now in your case, obviously, it was you were great. You're really good at wrestling. You're good at street fighting. Put all that together. And now that I think back when I watched you that first fight, yeah, you were just in there like you had that. You didn't have any technical training, but, man, you were like just throwing, you know, punches right and left and you didn't care mm -hmm. you were like going for it and i thought man how can he do that without any formal training but he didn't need it he, no. was, he was the guy but That's now all these years later you've had a lot of formal training and you're very technical when you fight but the one thing you've taught me about fighting because you teach me i do private lessons with you fighting and you've taught me that it takes a lot of heart that the guy with the most heart probably is going to win the fight yeah because no matter how technical you are, you can still get knocked out. You can still get knocked down. And the idea is, are you going to be able to get back up and continue? That's that's really kind of what I think I've, I've learned the most uh, from you, other than learning how to be a better technical fighter. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. So expound upon that a little bit. Uh, I don't think it's just heart. I think the heart's a big part of it. I think conditioning. 
you know, it's the man who can get up to fight the next round. Yeah, the man that can win the fight is the man that can fight the next round, right? That's a good point. But you work out a lot, and you've got good conditioning, and uh, I've seen you take some pretty good punches, but you got right back in the game and didn't quit and won the fight. Yep. That takes heart. If you didn't have the heart, you wouldn't have won the fight. Mm -hmm. Well, the, the fight that you're talking about, it was a weird situation. It was in Kansas City. And, I remember uh, that. I got countered immediately, and I fell. And it was more instinctual, you know. My wrestling and jiu-jitsu kicked in, and then all of a sudden they pulled me off the guy, and I was like, okay. Yeah, you did a rear naked choke, I think, or you yeah, did an armbar? Armbar, arm yeah. yeah. Which to people out there that don't know what that is, <laughs> that's, those are quick demonstration. No, yeah, quick demonstration. we could do that. Uh, um, but that's just a, that's with the submission. So in in the fighting game, you either win by submission or win with a technical knockout or a real knockout. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. So you won by submission, which is the the, the jujitsu thing, um, or decision, or decision. Yeah, or decision points. That's not really the best way to go, is it? Fighting. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like it's just a necessary. It's necessary at some points because you're going to meet other guys with the same level that you were. So, wow. If you're talking to a fan, no, I want to see somebody get knocked the hell out. Yeah, of course. So, what is it about people that that love to see people like like uh, that see people hurt each other? I don't. What is it about fans that love to see blood and gore and what what is it about human nature, Jeff? What causes? I think it's the unpredictableness of it. You know, you never know. You know, like it's unknowing, and then you're venturing down that avenue. So, like back in the Roman days, where they had the gladiator, they would they would actually go to death, right? Yep. How does that play out? I mean, and people would like pray, yay, yay, and they, I mean, crazy, yay. yay. So we're we're pretty vicious creatures, aren't we? we? Absolutely. And what's crazy is I don't even like fights, but it's just. I don't know. Sometimes you watch it and you're like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, you know. hear the thuds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You just kind of like, I don't know. Hard to explain coming from a fan's point. So Jeff and I had a talk the other day about fighting, and I said, man, I don't have a mean bone in my body. It's like to be a really good fighter, I think you have to have this certain viciousness about you. I don't have that. But I do enjoy learning You know, to fight in a technical sense. I love to understand you know, how to move and counter and to be able to recover and move forward and, and at least last the round. So that's what you've taught me a, a, a lot of, a lot of those techniques and continue to teach me. But I don't know, you've got that, like talking about being a bully and being mean. I think that really helps you a lot in your fights. I think so too. It's pretty crazy though. It's a switch. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like yeah. that instinct, mm -hmm. like pops up. It's the same with like, say with music, like, you just have that instinctual awareness, like whatever you're good at, you know, mm -hmm. like for Jeff, it's fighting. So Jeff, what about advice to the people that are listening that want to be fighters? What do you say to them? Uh, you just got to go for it. Show up. You got to train. You got to take fights, you know. And then, Talk about taking fights. Like I see a lot of people, they won't take fights. Like they, they want to pick and choose. What do you think about that? I think that's a bunch of bullshit. I think if you look at a lot of guys, I don't want to say no names, about their pro debuts, and then you look at my pro debut, I fought a guy who fought for 1FC twice, nobody wanted to take the fight, and I moved up a weight class to take it, you know? Yeah. A fighter fights. A fighter fights. I like know? it. And it didn't go my way, but at the end of the day, you know, I can be proud that I stepped up and fought the best opponent that I could for my debut. One of the students tonight said, I hate to lose. How do you feel about that? I hate to lose too, you know. But but that doesn't keep you from fighting. No, 
We I, all hate to lose. We all hate to lose. We as humans, lose. we hate that, uh, what would you call it, that vulnerableness. So if somebody's afraid that they're going to lose and they use that as a reason not to fight, how do you feel about that? Mm, yeah, that's a little bit different. That's where it starts to become like, you need to just know that you are good at what you what you do and you just go out there and do what you do. You know, I tell my artists that on the, like, in the microphone, like in the booth sometimes, like, stop thinking about it so much. Like, just because you didn't get this right this one time doesn't mean that you're going to continue to get it wrong. Just keep going. But go ahead. He probably has a good point about fighting. I mean, you got to take the risk, you know. There's never a guarantee that you're going to win. Could go 0 and 12. But at the end of the day, you know, you never really know unless you go for it. And we only live once. So that's my opinion about it. Yeah. And I think I think you have to pull that trigger every day. You can't hesitate. Thank you. Um, my black belt uh, that I train under, Luis Rubicaba, that we both train under, he always would say to me, you have to face your uncomfortableness. You cannot. Uh, you If you don't face your uncomfortableness, face your fears, you'll be in your own prison your whole life. I agree. And, and I have a lot of friends, oh, I'm going to start training. Oh, I'm going to start working out. And they're still saying that, and it's like years and years are, are going by, and they're still telling me that. It's like, just jump in the fray. Mm-hmm. Like, when I do jiu-jitsu tournaments, I, I, I lose a lot more than I win, but you know what? I'm going to keep throwing my hat in that ring, because if I don't, then I can't look at myself in the mirror and, and be proud of myself. Yeah, I would rather win, but uh, it's worse not to participate. That's how I look at it. Same thing in music, same thing in business, same thing in fighting, same thing in training, same thing in... That's how I look at life. You have to pull the trigger every single day mm-hmm. and not be afraid of losing. I, I, you're, 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 it's just it's it's worse if you don't do it. If you don't, what's the old saying? I would I would rather try and fail as do nothing and succeed. Yep. Sounds kind of hardcore, but no, yeah, I, I agree with hardcore. Right? I mean, that's the reality of yeah. the fact. If you want to chase your dream, you know, that's the no truth. No matter what it is. So I'm watching Jeff's kid tonight, and he was he was he was fighting. Uh, he's five, four years old. He's almost four. Yeah, and he's in there boxing with Jeff. Uh, this is crazy. I loved funny. it though, and he loves it. Yeah, he does. So back to the old saying: you become who you surround yeah, yourself with. So if you want to be a successful lawyer, hang out with lawyers. You want to be a successful fighter. Hang out with five. Want to be a successful musician? Hang out with successful successful musicians. Want to be a successful producer? Just be Davin Hunter. That's <laughs> <all good. laughs> Thanks. It goes the opposite way too, though. You know, like if you're hanging out with bullies, you're going to become a bully. Yeah. If you're surrounded by people who are on drugs, you're going to become a drug addict. Let's talk about drug addict. Let's talk about drug addiction. Man, it's an epidemic. Oh, yeah, Everywhere absolutely. I turn, all day long, it's really sick. Mm-hmm. And how it's ruining so many lives. It's very sad. Very it's sad. horrible. It's getting worse. This whole fentanyl thing is like they're now they're mixing it up with something else even. And people are dying right and left. Mm-hmm. Let alone getting addicted. And man, when you're addicted like that, there's nothing goes well. No. Your whole life screwed up big time. And you know what's funny? When I was doing drugs, I thought, oh, nobody knows. Everybody knows. Yeah, everybody knows. But you don't think anybody knows. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. You have to think. You have to think everybody knows. <laughs> you Isn't just have to go. Crazy. With it. You just have to go with it. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. So back to Jeff. Anyway. Um, so anyway, what's your future, Jeff? What, what's your, what's your goals, and where do you think you're going, and how are you going to get there? So my goals is, of course, I want to get signed to big top tier promotion, whether Bellator, UFC. 
I'd like to fight on some of the bigger local shows like LFA. Um, and then so your goal is to be signed to have a contract with yes. a, with a major uh, fighting uh, organization. Yes, and to have a win on a world class stage. That's oh, yeah. Like where would a world class stage be? UFC, Bellator, but uh, moving beyond that. What cities are those fights in? Like Vegas, uh, New York, Vegas, Los New Angeles, York, yes, Chicago, uh, Jacksonville. They can go to China. Um, Austin Clem fought for Ireland for Bellator. Well, so yeah. Austin Clem is a friend of ours. He's a, a brown belt in jiu-jitsu and yes. uh, trains a uh, professional fighter. Mm-hmm. I mean, went to Ireland, right? Yes. And beat a, a local celebrity, basically? Yeah, uh, he was a little bit better. I think it was Aaron Chambers, something like that. But he was pretty good for being a local celebrity. He was a really good fighter with a lot of potential. And uh, I think Austin Clem really roasted that. And he, and he really beat him uh, with his wrestling skills, mm-hmm. right? Wasn't that the, the bottom line more than yes. the stand-up? Yeah. But that was really interesting. And he, he earned a pretty good chunk of money, I, I read. I was really happy for him. And his career, uh, he's continued to fight, uh, and he trains uh, at a gym here in Springfield at Fusion. At Fusion. Tra- trains MMA, teaches MMA. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I was coach. with I was with Austin when he uh, when he first started doing martial arts years ago when he first came into the Fusion gym, and uh, I remember he was, you know, wet behind the ears, man. But now <laughs> now he's a professional <laughs> fighter, wet and uh, yeah, wet behind the ears is an old saying. It's crazy. Man, I hate to have a wet dream, but we've got five minutes. We've got five minutes? Yeah. Okay. That's it. Well, I really enjoy uh, hanging out with Jeff uh, on and off the mats and uh, doing the podcast. I'm glad he came in tonight agreed to do this with us. He, uh, he's a really interesting guy. He, uh, he never gloats. He never brags. He just always puts in the work. He's a great father. His kids love him to death. His wife very dedicated to his family. That's kind of unusual. I don't see that a lot anymore. I don't see dedication. Like in the old days when I was growing up, you know, families were pretty tight, but Jeff really is really a family guy. He trying. never Huh? I'm trying. Yeah, you're trying. It's different than when I first met you, but Yeah, absolutely. I'm not even around Jeff very much, but I know he's a really good family good, guy. Good, super good guy. person. Super yeah. Good guy. Yeah, yeah, just good people and oh, yeah. I appreciate it, bro. Yeah, of course. Okay. I don't think he's a bully anymore. No, no, no not no, by any means. Sometimes. I talked to him the night about uh, being a leader. I said, you know, as you come up the ranks, man, you're going to be more and more the guy that people are looking up to. You almost have to be careful what you do because everybody's going to follow you. There's no almost. You do have to be careful. You have to be very careful. You're in the same position. You do. You do. You can't. They're going to follow your lead. No, you can't go around running your mouth. Yeah, we're not going to get into that. Yeah. That's a whole other podcast if we want to talk about some leadership. Yes. But it's a powerful thing, powerful, it is. powerful thing that I think God gives a few people, not that many people have those qualities to and, be to be a leader. And with leadership comes power. Some people take that way to the next extreme way to the next extreme. And that's abuse what, it. Yes, exactly. Manipulate people, hurt people. And Jeff is the opposite of that. He he's, is a opposite. he's a good guy. I, I like Jeff. He's, he's blushing, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Ronnie, he's just some old guy. Yeah, just some old guy. Yeah, just some old guy. He, he just hangs out. Uh, he outworks me. So oh, <laughs> he man. just comes I, in and does burpees at night. I know. We like, try to kick him out, but he's like, "No, you guys got the mats in here. I'm just gonna go ahead and do like, them." I don't know. He was yeah. telling me he like stays up to like two a.m. 
Man, crazy. Mostly ten thirty. Don't let him. Don't let him. Well, the, the here's the deal. You know, whether it's uh, whatever you do in life, I think you have to have a schedule and stay on a schedule. It's not complicated, and the rewards are great. Whatever your schedule, whatever you want to do, that's important to you. You follow follow a schedule. You're going to get there. I don't know when. Maybe later. Maybe sooner. But sooner or later, you're going to get your goals accomplished if you stay the course. And don't give up. I posted something recently. I said the, the main ingredient of the main ingredient of success is just not to give up. I agree. I agree with that. It's a powerful statement, I thought. It's probably been said in another way, but that was the way I said it, and I, I think about that a lot. Because my career has been nothing but it's not been normal. I mean up and down, up and down, up and down, up, but I could write a book about it. But it doesn't matter. What matters is you stay the course, hang in there, keep going. Keep learning, you know, and just figure it out as you go. It's like jujitsu. We learn as we go. We adjust as we go. We problem solve all, all the time. Every time we're fighting, we are problem solving. How to get out of this bad position, how to get into a better position. Right? You yeah, know, yeah. when Jeff and I are fighting the night, he's trying to take me out. I'm trying to take him out. And the, the, the key is to be able to outdo, to be able to match the, the effort or to be able to out, outdo the effort. Right. And then whoever comes out that way wins or loses. Right. And I, or think about, even. I think about that a lot, even as a non-fighter, I'm just like, you know, I wonder what's going through that guy's head. You know, if you have him like half mount or something, what's going through his head? What he's, What is he trying to do? What yes. are you trying to do? It's like a game of chess. It is a chess game. That's, that's cool to me. I agree. Jeff, any closing thoughts? Anything you want to add? Uh, I appreciate you having me on. Man, it's Man we excited. appreciate you coming we through. We hope you come through you. again. Yeah, I hope so too. And, and hang out with us again. And uh recommend somebody else that you think would be a good good candidate for this as well and uh, you know the, the goal here is to uh, two two goals is to let people know who you are get your name and face out to the marketplace and then also to inspire and, and encourage other people to uh, become uh, who they want to become and just the third like you. goal the third goal is to try and make ronnie laugh next time oh because he's a he's a tough critic and i don't like it oh i'm sorry he's too stoic I am a little stoic, aren't I? It's okay. It's past your bedtime. I so it is. Screw you, Aha! <laughs> there it was. There we go. There is the reaction I was looking for. He knows how to bait me. Yep. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> well, okay, guys. I guess that's about it. So uh, appreciate you joining us. And uh, until next time, stay positive. <laughs>